Welcome to From X to Z, the ultimate cross-generational conversation on health, wellness, and self-care. Guided by inspiring Gen Z trailblazers and expert voices. I'm your host, Vicki Cornwall. Get ready for eye-opening insights and actionable tips that transform your life. Hey there, amazing listeners. It's your friendly Gen X host, Vicki, and I can't believe I'm finally doing this. Welcome to the very first episode of From X to Z. I am beyond excited to kickstart this journey with all of you. Today, we're going to dive into a topic that's close to my heart, prioritizing mental health and self-care. Life can get crazy, especially for all you incredible Gen Zers out there. But taking care of our mental well-being is absolutely crucial. So let's get started. Picture this. Back when I was navigating the roller coaster of young adulthood, I faced my fair share of highs and lows. As a proud member of Gen X, we are known for our suck it up and get it done attitude, no matter what life threw at us. But you know what? I've come to realize that Gen Z has got it right. It's important to acknowledge when we need to take a step back and focus on ourselves. This is something I wish I'd understood better when I was younger. You see, I'm truly passionate about innovation, health, and wellness. And I believe that being a sounding board for the next generations is my calling. In these first few episodes, we'll be discussing topics that impact all generations, and I promise to keep the back-of-my-day energy at the door. Together, we'll explore various perspectives and challenge ourselves to be vulnerable and authentic. In today's episode, I want to share some valuable tips on how to make self-care and mental health a priority. But before we dive in, let's take a moment to recognize something eye-opening. Mental health is one of the most neglected areas globally. According to the World Health Organization, depression is projected to become the leading cause of burden on nations in the next decade. And regarding our younger cohorts, if you Google Gen Z mental health statistics, you'd be bombarded with articles and studies showing that this generation is more likely to report fair or poor mental health compared to other generations. Well, this got me thinking. How do we make conversations around mental health more normal? How can we pass on better generational health practices? But before I can tackle the world's problems, I need to start with myself. Am I taking care of my mental health? How do I take care of my mental health? And how do I prioritize myself and my well-being? Today, we're going to explore the importance of making self-care and mental health a priority in our lives. Did you know that Mental Health Awareness Month takes place every May? It's a time for organizations and individuals to come together, take action, and strengthen the mental health of our communities. The observance has been around since 1949, way longer than I even realized. And guess what? It even has a theme and a color, green by the way. So how do you observe Mental Health Awareness Month? I'll be honest, like many of you, I saw brands posting on social media running campaigns, and pledging their commitment to improving mental wellness. Even some celebrities join in on the conversation. But to be honest, I didn't give it much thought initially. With all the noise and distractions in today's world, it's challenging to pause and truly reflect on the significance of a Mental Health Awareness Month. We really take a moment to consider what it means and what each of us can do during this time to support one another and ourselves. In short, We need to focus on awareness of mental health wellness, 
to increase understanding and reduce stigma. In a proclamation in support of the month, the White House highlighted the immersed courage of millions of Americans living with mental health conditions. But this year, when I heard the messages about Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought beyond those with specific diagnosis. I thought about practically all of us who experience some form of mental stress on a monthly, weekly, or even daily basis. Two in five adults report having anxiety and depression. And two in five teens describe experiencing persistent sadness or hopelessness. These challenges are further compounded by social media, bullying, and the prevalence of gun violence. The president has released a strategy to transform how we understand and address mental health in America. And you know what? Each of us should consider creating our own strategy. So let's start with mine. How do I want to understand and address the state of my own mental health? When I feel anxious or stressed, I know my mental health is out of balance. As a Gen Xer, as I said, I came from a tough, emotionally resilient generation. We know how to push through no matter what, but I'm still learning and taking cues from my younger friends on how to acknowledge when I need to take time for myself. If I were to pinpoint the three major areas of my life that matter most to me, they would be my physical and mental health, my family, and my friends and network. Now I intentionally put myself first, which isn't something I always do in real life, but I'm committed to changing that. All three of these areas are interconnected. When there's tension between my husband and me, it affects me mentally and spills over into my relationship with my kids. If a close friend is going through a tough time, it impacts my performance at work. It's a delicate balance. So I'm striving to nourish all three areas, making sure none of them get totally depleted. Here's what I've learned. Trying to keep each area full all the time is unrealistic. And quite frankly, it doesn't work. But what I'm doing well in one area, I dedicate a bit more time to the others that need some attention. For example, I've recently focused on maintaining my friendships and professional network, stacking my social capital, and my partner and kids are in a good place. So I'm putting extra effort into being the best version of myself. I've started incorporating physical activity into my daily routine. It doesn't mean I'm becoming a fitness guru, let's be real, but I find ways to be more active, like walking a few extra blocks during my commute or taking a lunchtime power walk when I work from home. Your girl is getting older. I've also discovered the power of stretching and how it can make a world of difference. Even simple activities like cleaning up or doing laundry can become mini physical workouts. And as a bonus, I've improved my eating habits, being mindful of when I'm truly hungry, appreciating each meal. I've also taken time to organize my personal spaces better. Just the other day, I spent a whole Saturday afternoon organizing my bathroom. I got rid of products and tools I no longer use, and I organized my medicine cabinet with different sections for eye products, facial serums, and moisturizers. It may sound small, but seeing my clutter-free bathroom brings me joy. Plus, it helps clear some of the mental clutter too. I want to emphasize that it's the little things that add up and make a difference. And by doing these things for myself, it lifts my mental state. I feel lighter, clearer, and more capable of handling whatever comes my way. So now that you've heard about how I prioritize my mental health and practice self-care, let me share some tips to help you prioritize your own mental health and engage in self-care practices. 
Here are some actionable tips to support your mental health and self-care. First, recognize the importance. Understand that your mental health and self-care are essential and should be treated as a priority. Taking care of yourself isn't selfish. It's necessary for your overall functioning and happiness. Next, establish boundaries. Set clear boundaries with work, relationships, and responsibilities to prevent burnout. Learn to say no when necessary and prioritize activities that support your mental well-being, such as practicing mindfulness, engaging in hobbies, socializing with loved ones, or pursuing creative outlets. Create a self-care routine. Develop a self-care routine that suits your lifestyle and includes activities that recharge and rejuvenate you. Schedule a regular time for self-care, just as you would for any other important commitment. This will help you manage stress and maintain a more positive mental state. Prioritize sleep. Ensure you get enough quality sleep as it plays a vital role in your mental health. Establish a consistent sleep schedule. Create a relaxing bedtime routine. And if possible, make your sleep environment comfortable. Trust me, as a mom of two who rarely gets a full night of sleep, I can't stress this one enough. Be kind to yourself and practice self-compassion. This one is actually a good one for us Gen Xers. Treat yourself with the same care and understanding you would offer to someone you care about. Remember, it's okay to prioritize yourself, and self-care is not a luxury. It's a necessity. So remember, self-care is an ongoing process, and what works for one person may not work for another. Explore different practices and be patient with yourself and adjust and adapt your self-care routine as needed to find what brings you the most benefit and fulfillment. Whatever it is that helps you take care of your mental health, take the time to pause and make a note of it. Life gets busy, and believe me, it only gets busier as the years go on. But what I truly admire about younger generations is that you understand the importance of taking care of your whole self. So if you struggle with prioritizing your mental health and self-care, what are you waiting for? It's time to make that commitment to yourself. Start with the little things today. Schedule it in if you have to. And remember to give yourself grace. Sometimes you need to fill yourself up and start again to show up as your best self for others. Remember, your mental well-being matters. Until next time, take care and be kind to yourself. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to click the follow button on your podcast app to stay updated on our latest releases. Connect with us on Instagram and YouTube at From X to Z Podcast for more exciting content. We love to hear from you, so feel free to reach out with your questions and topic suggestions for future episodes. I'm your next host, Vicki, and you've just enjoyed From X to Z, the podcast that bridges the generations.